You know you're created for more. Now let's do something about it. Welcome to Project You, the space for you to embrace the I can, I will philosophy and finally start making progress towards your goals, your dreams, and your desires. Be kind, supportive, and remember every day that the blueprint for you is within. I'm Cami Craig. Today, let's work on Project You. Hi, my dear friends. Welcome to Project You with Cami Craig. I'm here with you today with complete energy, uh, taking a week off from the podcast and also uh, enjoying the the last Labor Day weekend and not having that extra weight on me. I I just decided, you know what? I I'm going to take some time for me. And I'm going to immerse myself into this happy state that I'm in right now. And I just want to thank you for taking this off week with me. And I really do hope that you did that as well, that you embraced the weekend, that you embraced the holiday, that you embraced your family and friends. And and even though things kind of suck right now because COVID is a real thing and everything, even being on the road, uh, seemed to be shut down and so different than what I remember uh, just traveling a year ago uh, has been like it, it's something to adjust to and it's something to adjust to with all the the smoke here over on the west coast for any of you guys that are experiencing this and uh, at this level of life we 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 create our own happiness and we mindfully are aware of the things that are going on and at this time I choose to surround myself with amazing people um, amazing mantras, amazing quotes, amazing scriptures, amazing friends. Uh, You guys just are part of that amazingness. And to share this space weekly uh, and and to get your feedback and to get your insight and to get your your happy thoughts about, oh my gosh, I, I didn't know that it was that bad. And I didn't know that I wasn't alone. I, I didn't know that this was a thing that other people also experienced, you know? Um, and that's where I fell short too, as well. I fell short thinking that I was all alone and there was no way anyone could totally uh, relate because this situation is so different than someone else has experienced, right? And yeah, we all have our different experiences and take away from you know different things and have our own perspective and opinions right uh but i feel like hardship and pain can all be somewhat relatable uh just like i posted on my instagram last week i i said something in regards to like we all feel happiness and we all feel pain and and now we're buckling down on which one are we going to nurture more, right? And that's just where I'm at. And I know that's where a lot of you guys are at too. It's it's just becoming more of your reality to step face in 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 the more happy uh, happy thoughts, right? And and really letting go of the the world negativity that's going on that's that's hurting people you know and not that we can truly let go of it and be completely uh blinded by what is going on however we can we can just create this happiness in our mind um so i don't know how happy this topic is but i've gotten over 10 requests about gaslighting through project you uh i people have shared their insight and asked me deep, deep questions about this topic. And 
quite frankly, um, you might think I'm crazy. <laughs> I, and that's kind of the topic right now is thinking you're crazy when you're not. But I really didn't know what gaslighting was. I didn't even know that it was a thing until I, I knew that it was a thing and that I started obviously going through my personal development and really tracking exactly where I've been in my in my past and the things that have gone on that 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 helped me stay exactly where I was because I was so bonded which is familiarity and physical closeness to this this um, environment and this way of speaking right to another person and let's just let's just once and for all put it out there what gaslighting is okay I, I actually need to hear this <laughs> no I've done my research but I need to hear it again but because I will not let anyone anyone walk in my life and gaslight me for the rest of my life I it's funny because we talk about this often as well in Project U is like when you when you learn about something and you're, you wear a certain pair of clothes or you eat a certain food then you you know, you start to recognize it more, right? And same thing with gaslighting. The one one time, if you've been gaslighted and it happens over and over again, and then you become conscious and you're like, "Holy crap, that was not a cool ride from you know that person," and um, you 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 will never you'll recognize it and you'll never allow it back in your life because it's very very toxic. Gaslighting is a tactic in which a person or entity in order to gain more power, makes a victim question their own reality. And I, again, I, I had no idea that this was a thing. I had no idea that there's even a movie uh, about this. And in 1944, it was called Gaslight. This movie was called Gaslight. And a man manipulates his wife to the point where she thinks she's absolutely losing her mind. And this is a real thing. People really uh, act out on this behavior and they do it over and over to get what they want, right? And psychologists from my research have, have used this term gaslighting to refer to a specific type of manipulation where the manipulator is trying to get someone else or a group of people to question their own memory, their perceptions, their opinions, all that stuff. And so at the end of the day, you're morphing into what this person that is gaslighting you to... Um, what they believe in, you know, and how it's supposed to be. And manipulation is to get what you want. Man to manipulate you is to share things that are not truthful, you know, and, and we'll talk about that a little later in this, in this uh, podcast of Project Two. But out of the gate, I think that when I chat with people about gaslighting, um, they're like, what are the signs of gaslighting? Well, to be honest with you, um, I personally didn't feel like myself anymore. I, I, I was acting out. I didn't really embrace the genuine, treasured, unique, authentic side of Cami. I, I was actually acting like a complete other woman at times. And I've, I've spoken a lot about that uh, woman that I acted like uh, in previous episodes. So if you want to go back, uh, just push uh, subscribe to the podcast of Project You with Candy Craig, and then see all episodes and then it'll scroll down, scroll down and you'll you'll recognize uh, what that girl did if you want to hear more of my story. Um, but for you, 
Uh, you might not feel like yourself anymore. I became very anxious. I remember my psoriasis was getting out of control. I was bleeding at the head and I was becoming less confident and less of self-esteem, which is the trust, the love, and the respect for myself that I that I had. I knew I had this because I felt an, an, an abundant amount of self-esteem. My, my mom taught me well. And... Um, Gaslighting can can devastate your esteem. And you and I often wonder if I'm being too sensitive and too emotional. You know, I would always tell myself, like, just stop crying. You're being too emotional. You're being too sensitive. And really, my cry was worth the tears. They were everything that was happening. I should have been crying. I should have been bawling my eyes out. That's exactly why I was crying. But when you're when you're told to stop crying and it doesn't matter and there's the door, don't let it hit you in the in in the rear on your way out. Um, you know, those those things are hurtful, you know? And so it's it's I don't want you to think that you're being too sensitive because you're not. You are not. Uh, you also may feel the feeling that you're doing everything wrong and what you do is wrong. Um, you might also think that you're the things that are going on in your world, in your situation, that it's your fault that things go wrong. You know, how could how could you steal someone's joy? You know, and you really own that at the end of the day. And one of the biggest things that I saw myself doing was apologizing every day. Every, every day was an apology. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. No, it's not like that. I, I totally understand. And then I would, it's my fault. And then I would just create this narrative that it was okay. And I, I, I felt that my apologies didn't even um, mean anything at the end either, you know, um, because I was just trying to to make it better, to make it better. And so you have to ask yourself when you're in this uh, situation. For, so for the 10 about people that asked me about gaslighting, uh, do, you, do you think that gaslighters even know that they're gaslighting, right? And there's, there's, a lot of research on this. I mean, go back to 1944 with this, with this uh, movie called Gaslight. They're they're saying that even in therapy, therapy, a gaslighter may not truly be aware of this or refuse to acknowledge that their behavior is even a problem. So the the at the end of the day, they're an unconscious being. They are so you know, passive aggressive, they're so narcissistic, they're so caught up in whatever it is that they're manipulating to get the world that they they created in their mind as well, which is obviously probably a little different than yours. Um, but the person that is practicing and giving off this gaslighting behavior without being conscious or aware of it, um, they they may get a payoff, right, when their victim becomes more dependent on them. And that's when the cycle just continues and continues and continues. So that is what happens most of the time is that this person affects you so much that that, that in return you become more dependent and you think that the world would end if you weren't with them, you know. Um, and that's, that's, a, that's a 
bad and also sad place to be. Um, how do you, out of the gate, you know, I'm just with you right now, those those people that asked about this, but how do you respond and also feel ways of taking control back into your life when when you do feel so dependent on someone else you know and and I I would say first off is make sure that it is gaslighting like I didn't even know what gaslighting was I just I didn't even know that this was a true behavior I didn't know that this was something that someone would honestly do you know and that's just the naiveness of of my heart I I've been around the block I've done a lot of crappy things. I've made a lot of poor decisions. I've fallen on my face too many times. <laughs> um, but still, even even being all those things, right, I still was super naive to think that, you know, someone would, would truly purposely gaslight someone um, when, you know, uh, someone on the other side that does have love and does have this, this respect for the situation, you know, um, because because at the end of the day, you probably wouldn't treat someone like that. And it's just hard. It's for me, it was just hard to comprehend that that was a real thing until it got put together. And now I'm like, Oh, fudge, I, I, now I know that this is the thing and I can see it from a mile away. Um, which is a really cool thing, because the pain uh, that you might feel is going to bring you to your higher self, because you are aware now and you are conscious and you are wanting to be your better self right and so i would i would say to make sure that they are a gaslighter that they are um it is exactly what we're talking about right now instead of just moments and you know people like like me and you and non-gaslighters we we suck sometimes we have attitudes we have um my my position in in my situation wasn't always awesome i was the instigator sometimes right and i I made things worse sometimes and I fought and and of course uh, I'm human and I'm gonna fall beneath the line so but I, I most definitely um, see the difference between just sucking and and being a habitual gaslighter right because we're all in a in, in in a space in life where we're not awesome when we're far from perfect so anyways I I have noticed that taking space from the situation when you are being gaslighted is a great place to be because if you're aware that gaslighting is happening in your arena, I feel that if you can create space between the two people and the two organizations or the two whatever, you're going to be able to think clearly without that emotion you know whether that be 12 hours, 24, 48, but give yourself time away. Um, another thing that I personally ask everyone to do is collect evidence of the things that are going on. And and there were so many times where I was like, I should just write this down because I feel so freaking crazy that I not I'm not going to remember because it's going to happen again. And then when you get questioned, well, I won't, I haven't done it that often. Well, no, you have done it that often. You've done it. 1400 times you know and and some to some people that could be an exaggeration but if you actually are collecting the evidence it can actually be truthful 
you know, but, um, you know, when we're hypersensitive and we're emotional and stuff, we can exaggerate. And so I, I, I would most definitely make sure that you're not exaggerating in situations like this. And I also, um, would say to speak up about the behavior that's going on and uh, let it be announced instead of being silent about it. Uh, because the more and more that we can educate everyone around us that, you know, these certain ways of living and the habits and the behavior of, of negativity are around us, we can help other people not be silent about just hanging in there. You know, because there could be women like me, obviously, the people that reached out about gaslighting. Um, you could be just as naive as me in that situation and be like, well, I don't, this is normal. This is the behavior that I'm completely used to, you know. Um, but if you're able to speak up about it to someone else, a therapist, a friend, and even the gaslighter just to make recognition in the relationship, in the in, in between the organizations, wherever this is at, um, that you're aware of this. So then it's just not a shock, right, that this is, that this is um, coming out years later. I personally also feel that you should remain confident in your version of events. So it, you, you got to be factual and you got to, again, this goes right, right in hand in hand with collecting your evidence and making sure that you, your, your evidence and your version of events are real, right? And you're not falling into the same place of a gaslighter and making things up and turning it around and being passive aggressive and acting like it's not happening and everything's going to be okay, right? I um, am a subject of this of this uh, thing that we're going to talk about right now, which is self care, and self care is is so different for everyone. But my self care was my personal development. In 2019, um, my ex husband and I talked about a word, you know, for for the year, and that word for the year was focus. And uh, I remember him saying, let's focus on our marriage finally. After, you know, 10 years or nine years at that point, let's focus on our marriage. And God had something so much deeper and so much more in store uh, uh, for me and also us because really what I was lacking in and lacking in, and so was he, was our uh, focus on self and focus on what the heart desires and focus on what you deserve and focus on your worth and focus on your self-esteem and your your love and respect and trust and all that. You know, and once I started to put that self-care and that focus on not obviously just our marriage, but us as individuals, uh, that's when the the layers started to come off because I was being truthful with myself. I was collecting my own evidence of myself. I was I was speaking up, right? And all of that is very helpful when you're responding back and taking back control in your life. And so I I like to share with my friends too that if you can involve others that you really 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 love and that you really trust and that these people have your best interest, you can take control back of your life. And and you want to make sure that these people that are speaking into your life are spiritual on your side and that they're loving on your side and they're not 
into drama or chaos and they're not into um, building a fire on top of a fire. You know, you really actually want to find someone that is is uh, seeing all points and all levels and 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 sharing with you a perspective that you may have never seen. And if that doesn't work on responding and or taking control back, uh, you can seek professional support. And I, I'm telling you all these things because these are the these are the things that actually were applied in my life to regain my self-esteem. That was the biggest thing that I lost in the gaslighting was the the pain um, of of just being um, silent, you know, and so seeking the professional help from, uh, Dr. Caroline Leaf and, and listening to all of her podcasts and then, and then getting in with Dr. Anderson and, and being able to converse back and forth and, and really, and really be real about, um, about everything made a lot of sense. Right. And so when, when you are asking yourself, like, gosh, I don't know if, this is real or if it's a facade or a front or whatever. Um, I want to share with you some some phrases that you might be hearing over and over in your life that will help you understand that you are involved with a gaslighter. Okay. And so one of them could be you're so you're too sensitive. You're too emotional, right? Um, another one is you know that's just because you're so insecure. It's putting you down and and automatically putting your secure self into the gutter because you once were secure, weren't you? Right? Um, you can stop acting crazy at any time. You're crazy. Stop acting crazy. Whatever it is with crazy, uh, that's you're involved with a gaslighter. Uh, are you paranoid? Are you just paranoid? What's going on? Are you paranoid? Um, you just love trying to throw me off track is another phrase. You just love to steal my joy. You just love to ruin my day. Uh, another one is I was just joking. I'm always just joking, right? Um, you're making that up and or it's no big deal. Whatever just happened, it's not a big deal. And those things are, are painful um, to hear over and over and over again because the one thing that jumps out at me is the insecurity. You become more insecure uh, being involved with a gaslighter and someone that is really hurting you um, because they they are manipulating you, right? And they are getting what they need from you. And then you become more dependent and also so much more insecure where you lose a, a piece of your heart and a piece of your soul because your esteem it just is vanishing, right? And so I I then want to just talk about transfer this into um, uh, talk about marriage and what does that look like in a marriage? What does that look like in, in a relationship? Because gaslighters really can 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 be in different relationships. They can be siblings, they can be coworkers, they can be organizations, they can be in your marriage. But um, when you're when you're when you're in your marriage and or relationship and you're just uncertain, um, you can you can be aware of some things that will help you understand 
Before we get deeper into the relationships and the marriage, I do want to share one more thing um, of the signs of gaslighting to watch out for. And these people often deny the things you've said or done. They use very manipulative language. They project what they're doing onto their partner. They always most definitely need to be right. And they pray, you guys, you girls. <laughs> and I'm sure, guys, um, they pray on your insecurities. They know your weakness. And um, it's, pretty, it's pretty bizarre, but it's just, it's just how it goes. They blame you and, and make you second guess everything. And they also question your mental health, which is a huge reason why um, I've chosen to walk into every really facet of, of, of mental health to regain the, the self-esteem that I know I have and the confidence that I know that I have. Um, and it's part of the, the pain that is, that is elevating me into my higher self, and I wouldn't take any of it back. You know, there's, um, there's actually... Um, another word that I found in my research of gaslighting that is kind of like the passive aggressive gaslighter, but it's love bombing. And this is a very passive aggressive, but highly effective method of, of gaslighting, which is passive aggressiveness in relationships where the other person will not feel good about the relationship, but not know exactly why. Right. And so that's, that's a, that's a really big thing. And it's, it's, it's in, involved in, in a lot of relationships. And again, it's not just marriage or relationship, but it could be extended to family and friends and, and uh, parent to, to um, child to, again, our, work, our workplace and all that. But gaslighting does have a very effective way of causing pain and, and a lot of suffering to the people that are getting gaslighted. And unfortunately, it can also take a hold easier more than anyone can think. Uh, and, and, and so many people don't even truly understand that they're in this situation until, again, that they're aware of it. But really, anyone in this whole stinking world can be a victim of gaslighting um, because, like we just said, it can occur in so many different uh, facets of this life. But on a bigger scale, we... We know that this is actually happening in our world right now. It's happening in 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 um, social settings, and it's happening in the leads of the government. And it's 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 abuse, and it's dictatorship, and it's narcissism, and it's sometimes to the highest level cult leaders. And it's not right. And the the effect of gaslighting honestly, is really slow and it's super gradual. It, it happens over time. And sometimes the other person doesn't even realize that they're being manipulated until, you know, you start to speak up and, and, and get help and stuff. But the, the isolation that you can put yourself into will cause the manipulation to often be dismissed. And, and, and you'll see it as just random events um, but really, over a long period of time, this this is happening over and over and over and over again. And where the events um, start taking place um, now at a shorter, shorter amount of time over time, right? And again, the term gaslighting goes all the way back to 1944 from the film Gaslight. And it's the young woman that's manipulated into believing that she's 
that she is imagining events by her husband. So when that movie came out, the the movie actually pushed a clinical study uh, about exactly what this movie was talking about and the the community of this this gaslighting behavior became so big and so strong and became really really popular and so now the 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 therapy on just gaslighters right now is huge because people are recognizing that this is a this is a, a real uh, behavior in households and companies and also the world. So some warning signs of gaslighting in relationships and in marriages are white lies. If someone is telling you a white lie that you know to be false, they are probably gaslighting you. Uh, not all lies are created equal, uh, but for gaslighting to be in practice, it's probably a white lie. It's a blatantly untrue statement as opposed to a confused inaccuracy. So um, I, I, I've I noticed that when I'm chatting with my friends and now I'm being vocal about about this subject that many white lies um, are, are a big example of gaslighting and you, you must really take yourself back. And that's when I told you in the beginning, like what are tips to do is take yourself out of the situation and really think logically about this instead of emotionally about this. Um, warning signs are also denial in the face of proof. You know, like if you were to videotape a um, uh, or video or voice record a conversation with someone because there was proof right there in front of you. Um, this can also be turned around and, and, and you will be told that you're wrong and that this is not what it was supposed to be, or not, this is not what it seemed like it was to be. And then you have the proof right in front of your face. Um, the sign of gaslighting occurs when someone is insisting that they're not lying, even if you have the proof. Okay. So they, they do this to disrupt the perception of, of really what's going on, of the reality, and to get you to doubt the proof that you have. So even if you have a videotape, even if you have pictures, even if you have documents, um, it's, it's just too bad. It, it's, not, it's not the narrative and it's not their reality. And so you will be looked at um, like you're crazy. Um, another warning sign is that... Um, a gaslighter will try and twist the way you feel about people or things that you love. So by doing this, they'll eliminate um, competition for your love and create a higher level of de uh, dependability upon themselves. And then you'll, I, you'll be isolated to just what makes sense to that person. So if your family is not um, involved in that and there isn't, uh, uh, um, you know, good juju there and, 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 that person doesn't like them or they that person was done wrong by another person at any point, um, you will be told that they are poisonous, basically. And then there'll be there'll be um, banters about that, you know, and then instead of um, convincing, you know, that person that, you know, they are good people or they are this or that, then you're just kind of coiled back in into this corner and, just, and you start to believe those things, right? And so that's a, that's a one huge, huge warning sign along with wearing you down over time. The sign is in front of you of, of your fatigue and your tiredness and your, your, your position of surviving, 
And one of my last signs, warning signs of a gaslighter is their actions don't match their words. And this was a really, really big thing um, in life was, was, you know, being told that you're loved and I, I would, I would do anything for you. Right. And then their, their actions were complete opposite, you know, and of course you might've been given all these great things and having these great memories and, and having these great moments and laughing and, you know, that there's the, the person that you're dealing with is also human, you know, and they're actually amazing humans. But on the other side, the, the gaslighter and the narcissist and the passive aggressiveness and the ne- ne- negativity and all that is also so real. And so we tend to nurture the good rather than the bad. But when you really step back and take space, right, and you understand that you're dealing with a person that that is gaslighter, it is and it's important to examine their actions as opposed to what they're always telling you. The gaslighting will only work if you allow their words to have more power than their actions. And that was um, something that was so bold and so strong in my life. They're simply using their words to distract you from actually the the thing that you don't know a lot about right? And this is so common with gaslighting. And it occurs right now in our world today with our political leaders. Um, Just saying right now, um, as as an example, but if the president or elected official tells those that elected them that they'll do one thing, and then they'll end up passing legislation or voting against that very thing, then the constitutes are being gaslighted. Right. And that's just the, the, the nature of the beast there, too. So we have to really um, take into consideration of what their actions are. Right. Versus uh, their words. And people show you who they are. I learned this. They show you who they are. And you might love this person. And you might might feel very dear um, to this person. And um, that's that's OK. But when it comes to your marriage, your relationship, your organization, your anything. Um, I do want to tell you that if you have been in that situation, uh, this takes a very, very long time to to recover from. And you'll need to completely rewire the way they they perceive um, your reality. And so if you can if you can be better by being vocal, um, to yourself first and then, and then get, and then get better and better by being, um, you know, spacious and aware and, um, you know, follow those tips that we were talking about. We can really, um, be on our road to recovery from gaslighting. So I hope that you enjoyed this last 37 minutes, uh, talking about a a very big topic that's happening all over the world and uh, became a popular topic uh, all the way back in 1944. Uh, action of the week is to is to recognize if you are a gaslighter or if you're being gaslit, right? And and someone might be a gaslighter that's listening right now. And if you are, I hope that you're willing to change your ways. I I hope that you're willing to point your finger at yourself. And be like, wow, I really, really, really didn't know that I was so narcissistic and I was so into myself and I was so misjudging um, everything that's going on. And I don't want to be a manipulator anymore. And I don't want to be passive aggressive and negative. And I don't want to just always 
have what I want, you know, and I want it to be about other people too. And that's where gratitude comes in. So if you are being gaslit, what are the steps that you're going to take um, to take control back and also respond to someone that is gaslighting you? Because I, I got to tell you, you got to be very, very careful on how you respond to someone that is a gaslighter and that is really good at gaslighting. So I'm very, I'm very thankful to, to be um, speaking about this topic when it is uh, something that people don't like to speak about. They don't like to share the nitty gritty stuff and the crappy stuff that's going on because it hurts and it's full of pain and I totally get it. Um, but at the end of the day, we are becoming better. And because of our experience, which leads to the vulnerability, we will find our higher self. And when I say higher self, that is not pompous. That is not rude. That is not, um, I am better than anyone. That is us being the better version of ourself once and for all, because we deserve it. So I hope you have a great, great day, whatever time of day that you're listening to this podcast. I hope you're smiling right now and please get your journal out and write down the top three things that you took from this podcast today and highlight the three things that that, that you um, liked. And if you can, pass them on. If you can, share this link. If you can, subscribe and, and let's uh, meet up next week because uh, next Tuesday we're going to drop again. I hope you have a wonderful day and a wonderful week ahead of you. You are blessed. I am blessed. My obedience determines my outcome. My discipline determines my destiny. My faith determines my focus.